Welcome back to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys, man. Last week was radical, man. We talked about Revelation chapter 17. Revelation 17. And we were in verse 17. And the radical part about verse 17 is the fact that it was a religious system that was brought on a paganism system that was started by perhaps uh, the, you know, the Romans and the church adopted a lot of the Roman ideas and they kind of smolted it together and had got a system that was pretty much a religious system not a, and not a uh, <laughs> relationship with Jesus Christ. So we see what happened last week. We talked about different churches. You know, there's only one true church, Philadelphia says. But we see the actual church in the end, some of them, failing to provide a relationship with Jesus Christ. They are centered on themselves, self-centered, and practices, religious practices, not a relationship practice with Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And we see a model that had was going on in the system of Revelation 17. And now we're in a, we were in a spiritual system. And now we are moving from the spiritual system into more of a commercial system. And we see how the spiritual system fails, how we become a slave to the spiritual system. And then we see the fall of Babylon, the great in verse in chapter 18. And so, Father, we come before you. We thank you, Lord. Father, we ask in your name, Jesus, by your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you open our eyes to see what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. It's interesting because last week we were in the book of Revelation 17 and we talked about verse 17 says, for God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be one, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And verse 18 says, and the woman who you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. And we talked about the Roman Empire, of how that came into action with that actual verse. And so we see now, we're now going into a radical chapter, which, in you know, we, 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 we've seen the religious system and how it failed miserably and still does today. We see it in the Mormon church and we, we see it in the, Jehovah Witnesses, we can't work our way, we can't buy our way into heaven because we're seated with Christ, Ephesians says, and when we receive Christ and we receive Jesus Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit and the helper that is with us will never leave us. Jesus said that he will give us a helper. He will ask the Father, and the Father will give us a helper, and the helper will never leave us nor forsake us. And so we see this, and like it says in John chapter 7, verse 37, 
Jesus told the woman at the well, even, you know, she wanted, Jesus asked her, would you like to drink, you know, of his water? And, you know, she said, yeah, you know, well, Blah blah blah. If you how how do you know? You know you're a Samaritan. I'm a Samaritan. You're a, you're a, you know you're a Jew. Whatever he said. Well, the thing of it is, is he said that if you knew what kind of water that I had and I gave you, you wouldn't thirst anymore, and you would be filled, and you would be satisfied. You would be not hungry anymore, and you'd be filled up, and you would say, "Well, what do you mean? What does he? What do you mean by this?" Well, listen to this. Basically. People are always trying to fill their lives with satisfaction. They want more and more and more and more and more. It's an emotional experience. It's a satanic emotional experience where they they just can't get enough. You ever see people, they say, well, if I just have a little bit more, or if I get a little bit more, it's like a rich, rich, rich people, not all rich people, but some, they say just a little bit more. If I just had a little bit more, and they... They never can satisfy this emotional experience and it's a satanic lie. And this is why we talked about last week the system of religion and how it fails. Religion is a failure because it has no relationship with Jesus Christ. And because people want more and more and more, it never ends and it never, it's, it, it, it's just, and Jesus said, I'll give you my water, which is living water, that has a spiritual thirst versus your phone apps or your telephone, your, your cell phones or your video games or this, the adrenaline that the, the game puts in your mind and people get upset when you talk about it. And oh, how dare you talk about my phone? And so we see the worship of the cell phone and the time that they're spending on it and the videos and the and the YouTube and all this stuff and it lures them away from having the Holy Spirit work in their life. A lot of believers don't understand the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Holy Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Now he, now he who searches the hearts knows that the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. And so we see the brokenness of people today. They don't have the Holy Spirit and they're not depending on the Holy Spirit to work in their life. And they get caught up in this spiritual, this religious system. And he becomes a commercial slave. They become a slave to this system, this video games or whatever they put, this violence that they promote, these believer, non-believers, they promote this on TV. They, they promote hate. They promote... Uh, you know, me versus you, this versus that. And they don't give a dang about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit wants to work in our lives. Listen, believers, nevertheless, I tell you, Jesus said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. 
For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. John sixteen seventeen. John sixteen seven verse twelve through fourteen. Here's the here's the crux. Here's the whole thing of the situation. You take a hard boiled egg and you boil it, and the outer part is the is the uh, shell. The inner is the yolk, and the whites. Of course, you have the white. You have three distinct characteristics of this egg, but one egg. So imagine God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. A lot of believers they 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 they. they they don't understand some of them. A lot of Christians today don't understand. Oh, I'm a born again. But what does it mean to be a born again? It means you need to understand that the Holy Spirit is real. The helper, the Holy Spirit. And he will remind us of God's word in our daily situations. Isn't that a comfort as humans? It's easy for us to lose focus on what has eternal value in the busyness of life. But the Holy Spirit can prompt us in the moment where we most need it uh, to not return evil for evil or to cast all, you know, or to cast our cares on him, for example. But listen to this. So we come into a system where a religious system failed in chapter 17. And we're moving on now to 18, where... We see now a religious, we see a uh, commercial system. We see Babylon the Great falling. And after these things, it says in verse 1 of chapter 18, Revelation. I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the Great is fallen is fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hateful bird. We see the birds in the Bible talks about hateful birds, emissaries of Satan. They're, Satan is usually associated with evil, hateful birds. And I hate to say it, but you know, this is how the enemy works. If you read in Matthew where the sower sows the seed, the birds ate up the seed that fell on the wayside. Satan came and he stole it because he wants to steal what Christ has given you. And that is a love and a compassion to serve others and to serve him and to be one with him. Listen. The Bible says that, say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 through 17. And so we see, we can see how the enemy wants to trip us up. He wants to see how 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 he could trip us up, but the bird, the hateful bird, is the hateful demon trying to steal 
what Christ is wanting to give you. Here we see uh, the prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hateful bird. Verse 3 says, For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings, the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Here we see Babylon, a commercial system. We see Babylon now. Who is Babylon? And they, nobody knows who it is, but whoever it is, is going to be a commercial center of the world. There's going to be, Satan's going to take control of that. Uh, 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 one, one, once Satan takes control of that, you know, of the world, he'll, then that's going to be the city and the judgment that follows Christ's judgment. And we see in Isaiah chapter 48, verse 20, we see it in Jeremiah 58, the nations, we see that. We're going to see it. And listen to this, because here we see Satan trying to deceive whatever nation it is. And I, I, I know this worldly system is, you know, United States compares to something like this. Some people say, no, it's not Babylon. No, it's not Babylon. It's a spiritual Babylon. We see the, the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. We see the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Look at this. What do we see today? <laughs> New York? I don't know. Is it New York? <laughs> and I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive her plagues, for her sins have reached of heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her, just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works, in the cup which she has mixed. Mixed double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, verse 5, and in the same measure give her torment and sorrow, for she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow and will not see, so see sorrow. Verse 8 says, therefore, her plagues will come, her plagues will come, and one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly buried with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. Here we have a system. Here we have Babylon. Here we have a, in Revelation, the world, the Babylon, the world in rebellion against God is called Babylon. Now, the Old Testament prophets often prophesied the fall of Babylon and the capital of an empire that, that destroyed God's city, Jerusalem, and carried his people away as captives. Isaiah 14, all the way through Jeremiah 50 and 51, verse 37. But today, the ruins of this city stand as an eloquent testimony to the passing of proud empires and to the, pro, uh, the providential hand of God. But see, listen. Here we see in Revelation 18, the fall of Babylon the Great. Have we become a nation like Rome that was built on the seven hills? Have we become a nation like Babylon where we see uh, pornography so deep in society where now it's openly expressed on TV through commercials and ads? Are we, have we become so blind that our minds and eyes are now off 
the Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Spirit that we have forgotten who we are as a society? Well, you can't say that about us. Well, open your eyes. Are we seeing the selfishness of people? Are we seeing Babylon in America today? Are we? I don't know. Is it America? New York is a epicenter of uh, financial gains. That looks like a radical system of money monopoly, a commercial system. And if it is Babylon, it's a commercial system and it's a worldly system that people need to come out of. We see that I sit as queen, it says, and am no widow and will not and will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day. Death and mourning and famine. And she will be utterly burned with fire for as strong as the Lord God who judges her. Sounds like a nuclear bomb to me. Sounds like someone's, whoever, whatever it is, it's boof. It's going to just take it out. Wherever it may be, whatever city it is, or whatever country, we see Babylon has fallen and continues. And basically, the city's destruction. And so we see this is where uh, God is now making himself known. It's a system. We're living in a hateful system today. Yes. It's a, like the hateful bird. It's a demon. They're everywhere. I'm not trying to scare you, but look, turn on the TV. Everybody's violence, violence, this and that. And did you get this new movie? Oh, aren't you tickled? <laughs> More money, 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 money. It's a system that we have become part of, not me. And there is a country in this world called Babylon, and we might be living in it. Or you might be living in it. I, uh, the, the Lord's using me to preach all over the world right now. And so whoever's listening to this, you might be in that world, in that part of that world. But the sorrow that's going to come with the climatic, this climatic judgment of ancient, you know, of, of that's going to happen is going to happen. People are going to be flipping out. Because verse 9 says the kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep <laughs> and lament for her when they see the smoke of her, of her burning. Standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. That's got to be a nuclear bomb. And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen and purple silk and scarlet. Every kind of citron wood, every kind of object of ivory, every kind of object of most precious wood, bronze, iron and marble. Verse 13 says in cinnamon, and in, in incense, fragments, oil, and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots, and bodies and, and bodies and souls of men. 
the fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you. And all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you. And you shall find them no more at all. It's it. You've, you've, you've become dependent on whoever you are. Things. It reminds me of that song Mick Jagger used to sing. I can't get no satisfaction. And I try and I try and I try. I can't get none. <laughs> it's like when you long for something. You, oh, I need this real bad. Oh, I, I need this car real bad. And God gets you this car. God will give you a car. And you get to one place to another. But now you don't like the car because it makes noises. It doesn't look right. It's not nice enough like everyone else's. But 10 days before that, you were walking 10 miles, hurting. Not satisfied with the car that God gave you now. You desire to want more and more and more and more. And this is the Babylon system that's going to fall. Disgusting. Evil system. Evil system, worldly system that has been brought on because Christ has not been in the picture. And they, verse 10 says, Standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment is come. And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys her merchandise anymore. <clears throat> they won't be able to buy or sell. It'll be over. The, uh, you know, fruit, all, everything will be done. Nothing left. I'm sorry, Jer uh, Jeremiah 50. The word that the Lord spoke against Babylon, against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet, declare among the nations, Proclaim and set up a standard. Proclaim, do not conceal it. Say, say Babylon is taken. Bel is shamed. Mordech is broken in pieces. Her idols are humiliated. Her images are broken in pieces. For out of the north, a nation comes up against her. We see a, a nation's going to come against her. That's why I'm saying it's a bomb. Which shall make her land desolate. And no one shall dwell therein. They shall move. They shall depart. But both man and beast in those days, in that time, says the Lord, the children of Israel, Israel shall come. And the children of Judah together, which continue weeping, they shall come and seek the Lord their God. They shall ask the way to Zion. Then we go on and we see where the uh, 50, chapter 52 of Isaiah we see verse 11. And what does it say? It says, well, the temple, the city plundered by the fifth month of the 10th day of the month, which was the 19th year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. That's when back then the captain of the guard who served king of Babylon came to Jerusalem. He burned the house of the Lord and the king's, uh, and the king's house, all the houses of Jerusalem. That is, that is all the houses of the great burned with fire. We see now the future, how the nations are going to weep, 
and how verse 15 it goes on in chapter in revelation 18 the world's gonna mourn babylon the fall we see we don't know who it is we don't know what city or country it is but we know we can compare ourselves with a couple countries that are not doing so well more morally and spiritually so verse 14 the fruit that your soul long has gone we talked about the uh, uh you know the merchants of these things verse 15 and the merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance from her fear of her torment weeping and wailing and saying alas alas the great city is uh, that was clothed in fine linen purple and scarlet and adored with gold and precious stones and pearls for in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Every shipmaster, all who travel by ship, sailors, and as many as trade on the sea, stood at a distance and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like this great city? Wow. They're going to see it. They're going to be like, Wow, man, that place is gone. It's destroyed. They threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, the great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth. They're not crying for the people. <laughs> They're crying for the money. Here we go again. The selfish person. Because they don't have the Holy Spirit. You see? And... Here we have the, uh, you know, they threw their, their on their heads and cried out weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, the great city in which who all had the ships, we became rich from their wealth for one hour, it's made desolate. That that's, looks nuclear to me. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles. Listen, and... Prophets for God has avenged you on her. Commercial system. Okay. A friend of mine is a pastor. He always, you know, I like listening to him. He'll go, okay, dude. Okay. And it's funny because he's being serious. And so am I. But. But listen to verse 21. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great milestone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence, the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. The sound of the harpists, musicians, flutists, and Trump, and, and Trump, I was going to say Trumpsters, but, you know, people might get mad at me. And, and you know, I'm not into politics. <clears throat> Trumpeteers. <laughs> Oh, shall not be heard in, in you anymore. No craftsman of any craft shall be found in you anymore. And the sound of a milestone shall not be heard in you anymore. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. And the, and the voice of the bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. For by your sorcery, all the nations were deceived. Woo! Satan's working overtime, and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints, and all who was, and all who were slain on the earth. Here we see the uh, sins of the earth 
the nasty sins, how Satan got people to be deceived. Listen, believers, don't be don't be deceived by the large TVs you buy and all the stuff that you get in debt with. You know, it's a commercial nasty system that Satan wants us to get trapped into. Don't don't be depressed. You're not. You know, listen. We need to come out of this worldly system as believers in Christ. If you're stuck in it, man, get out of it. Come out. Jesus is saying, come out. He's saying, come out, come out, wherever you are. Listen, he's saying, you know, yoo-hoo, Peter, remember Peter who was just days before? He was so weak and timid that he couldn't manage to confess Jesus, even though he wanted to. He was in a moment, a moment of full of power. Listen, listen. He was, listen to this, believers, I'm serious, get your, get your pen out. All right? Peter, who was just days before, listen to this, who's so weak and timid that he couldn't manage to confess Jesus, even though he wanted to, was in a moment full of power when the Holy Spirit fell on him. He says, do you, do you also have a good desire in your heart to live a pure life for Jesus? Do you long to say no no when when in temptation but just lack the power to do it? Listen, believers, pray for the Holy Spirit. He will give you the power to resist like you've never experienced before. We're living in the days where the Bible says, Say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Flesh, for the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you want to do. Galatians. We see, alas, the meaning, alas, is great pity, grief, concern. You don't want to scream, alas, alas, alas. You want to scream, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I say a loss because it sounds better. But alas is alasly Christ saying pity on those who do not want to receive him. Believing is one thing. Even Satan believed. But he wouldn't receive him. Listen, Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. It said, you are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. Luke 3, 22. Listen, believers, may the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may be abound in hope. Romans 15, 13. We must understand that the Bible teaches that the Holy Ghost will satisfy us. It will give us thirst. It will satisfy the thirst because our bodies are the holy temples. And the Holy Spirit who is in you, who you have received from God, you are not your own. We don't need to worry. We need to understand that Jesus Christ is the only way. Peter said it in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. He said, Peter replied and said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ and forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And Isaiah eleven two says, The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. Believers, 
the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. John 14, 26. Don't worry. Know that Babylon is going to fall. Who knows what state, what country, what city it is. Know this. Jesus Christ loves you. And if you receive the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, if you understand the power of the Holy Spirit, you will live a life that you'll never understand. You will never have to worry anymore. Father, we come before you. We thank you for growing in his word. The believers out there, we pray that you strengthen them. We pray, Lord, that you help them, Father. Help this world. We pray for the world. We pray for the, 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 the uh, phony churches. We pray for the real churches. We pray for uh, our fallen brothers and sisters. We say, come. Lord, we ask that they just come, Father. Come back to you, Lord. Receive your Holy Spirit, Father. Receive your love, your forgiveness, and your mercy. Oh, your grace and your truth. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys, man. And now you've got 17, chapter 17 and 18. You have the system, man. You know now that the uh, system is a failure and that religion is a failure, but Jesus is not. Come back, man. Come back to chapter 19 next week. We're going to talk about how heaven exalts over Babylon. We're going to talk about Christ on the white horse. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about the beast and his armies defeated. We're going to get into 20 where Satan is bound for a thousand years. And then uh, the saints are going to reign with Christ for a thousand years. <laughs> we're going to get into the great white throne of judgment and all things made new. And guess what, man? We're going to start another book. Father, man, we thank you in Jesus' name. God bless you guys. And, and 22, chapter 22 will be the river of life. And, you know... Uh, we're going to be swimming there one day in heaven and we're going to be glorifying Jesus Christ. God bless you guys and thank you for growing in his word.